the sensitive souls or the sacred sensorials. I did a video and a blog on the sacred sensorials introducing who they are, what they are, and why they are here on earth. You might want to check them out before you listen to the rest of this podcast. If you don't, it's okay. You can still follow along and not be lost. Greetings. This is Olive, the Feminine Princess on the Art and Science of Femininity, sharing with you the treasures, riches, and secrets of feminine creativity and knowledge for women who follow So in this broadcast, I'm going to define what a sacred sensorial is and then give you the artistic and then scientific perspective of this special person and also go a little bit more into detail on how you can become one if you'd like to be and how you can recognize if you're already one. A sacred sensorial is a person with sensitivity and empathic ability under the subjection and submission of God. And what I mean by submission is just yielding to his authority, to God's sovereignty, and nothing more than that. So I'm going to discuss the artistic point of view and the scientific point of view of being and or becoming a sacred sensorial. And I want to interject here and just um, expose the fact that this word, this phrase, this label of sacred sensorial was given to me by the Holy Spirit. So it's not something that has been in the earth. It's not something I got from anyone else. It's not something I just um, made off the top of my head. Um, the Holy Spirit revealed it to me, unearthed it after much um, research and um, seeking. He gave me that title for those who submit under him and have special supernatural abilities such as um, sensitivity and um, empathic ability. So within art, let's talk about how sensitivity is perceived. Sensitivity is defined as thus, and I got this from partly the dictionary and the other part revelation that is given to me on how we see sensitivity. Sensitivity is having keen perception through all of your senses and with great spiritual sensation and sensibility in the supernatural. And then the scientific part, we talked earlier in one of the episodes how to define science and it's basically a set of rules that governs a specific topic or subject. And so there are two different sets of rules to live by and you and these two rules give you these two options. One is for yourself and one is for God. So I'm going to talk about the artistic part 
of being a sacred sensorial and then the scientific part about uh, being a sacred sensorial. The reason I am categorizing this for you is to show you because this is the art and science of femininity to show you how both of those topics apply and how you would dissect them in order to um, glean the best out of anything you set yourself to do to become excellent in. So the artistic part which we'll focus on now, is how to become a sacred sensorial. Well, there are some exact steps to get there. These steps may seem radical, and to help you get to this place depends on your pace. And your pace depends on how deep and how quick you want to take this. I mean, how fast or slow you go within this is how um, radical or how drastic you take all the measures I'm going to share with you. So, for example, if I give you do this to this degree, if you do it to a lesser degree, you'll get there slower. If you do it to a quicker degree, you'll get there faster. If you do it to the degree that I mentioned, you'll get there at the regular pace time. This is the most simplest example I can give to you to show you that how quick you get to your destination is in your hands. You can take a bike, a car, or a plane, or um, change the elements and maybe not exactly get to the location I'm talking about, but land somewhat near it, depending on how um, much you change the elements. So are you ready to become a sacred sensorial? Okay, here we go. Whatever level you're speaking every day at now, cut it down 75%. Not a little bit, not completely, but whatever you have been speaking, cut it down 75%. The next step is to read and live out Proverbs. Read the whole book within a month or two and try your best to live out each of the verses in your life. And the last step, and becoming one is to focus on your environment and observe others. Try to do this over yourself, almost become oblivious and take the position and posture of an observant and just notice how your environment reacts and acts how people flow and converse with each other, just become almost like a detective. These things will help train and sharpen you in becoming one. Now, as you're on your way to become one, how do you nurture it? How do you nurture this gift and this calling to become a sacred sensorial? Well, there are two things that I would suggest that you do. The first is to spend time alone. And I mean a lot of time alone. 
When you spend time alone, you don't have the natural stimulus coming in at rapid rates and you can focus on listening to the realm and the arena and the atmosphere around you. Two, spend a lot of time praying to God. Jesus often took time alone just to talk to his father. It's not revealed everything they discussed and how their conversations went, but there's evidence when he spoke to his disciples and gave sermons to the masses of people of some of the things that he talked about. Number three, surround yourself with as many natural elements as you can. And finally, how do you increase in being a sacred sensorial? Well, it's really quite simple, although it's very challenging to do. You would demonstrate absolute care and concern for other people over yourself. Care about them, concern over them meticulously, and this will help sharpen your gift in being a sacred sensorial. Now I would like to focus on the scientific portion of being a sacred sensorial. So science, as we established previously, is a set of rules to live by. And you've got two options. The two options are either man or God. If you choose man, it will either be for yourself or someone else that is a human. And there are plenty of written material, video footage, and information about living for man to assist you. So I won't repeat it here. As you know, we have free will. This is one of God's beautiful gifts to man. And so each choice, each option has a consequence. So if you choose man, you know, there are rules that he has set up or you can set up your own rules and follow them. That's fine. Or you can choose God. And God has three principles to fit within this scientific idea of being a sacred sensorial. And they are number one, to love your neighbor as you do yourself. Jesus said the whole law and the prophets are pivoted with this one scripture and command from the Most High God. Number two, you reap what you sow. A lot of books have come out and a lot of philosophers twist a little bit or put their perspective on that idea, talking about karma or 360 or it comes back to you, what goes around comes around. Those are all modern ideas or modern expressions for this ancient proverb and advice that you reap what you sow. And actually it comes from a larger verse that talks about God is not mocked Whatever man reaps, he shall sow. And what that basically translates to today is do not do to others what you don't want done to yourself and or do to others what you want done back to you. 
Now, sometimes you do not get your harvest or your response or return from the same source that you gave to. This is something that everyone must come to realize at one point in their lives, that it does not always and it often comes from another source, but that principle still works. And number three, yield to the Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of people today and from centuries past, decades past, they refer to some knowledgeable entity in the supernatural realm as the spirit or spirit, not even putting an article in front of it. I would suggest that you be careful of people reference to this entity as spirit because I do not believe spirit is the same as the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost or the Spirit or the Spirit of God. I really believe it refers to other realms in the supernatural, which is beyond the scope of this episode. But just be very discerning and careful when Spirit or the Holy Spirit is being referenced. Now, what is the Holy Spirit's responsibility? He has many, definitely, but one of them is to lead us into all truth. So if we're listening to and obeying the Holy Spirit, we will be guided into truth, not half truth. And so yielding to the Holy Spirit is very important for the Christian woman to live out her daily life and success and if you don't currently have a relationship with the holy spirit it's very simple to request one and it be granted to you all you have to do is follow this prayer and the holy spirit will be filled inside of you dear lord as i'm already a believer that you sent your son to die for my sins and he is not still at the cross. He has been resurrected from that and now has overcome the world and has given me victory through my faith in him. I now ask because Jesus said he now leaves and goes to his father, but he would send us a comforter who would lead us into all truth, who would tell us of things to come, who would remind us of what Jesus taught us and told us. So I ask, Lord, that you fill my spirit and my heart and my soul with the Holy Spirit. I, desi I desire to be guided and led by your spirit of truth in all things. I welcome him in my life and I choose to obey him in Jesus' name. Amen. And it's as simple as that. So now let's talk about the benefits. I've defined what a sacred sensorial is. I've given you the artistic perspective as well as the scientific perspective. And now I would like to share with you why is becoming one so great? Why should you pursue it? It may not be for you. It may not be for everyone. It may not be for all women who serve Christ on this earth. It may depend on your experience, your background, your aptitude, and your traits. But 
I would suggest if there is some interest inside of you, then you are probably called to become one. And remember, whom God calls, he also, as they say, qualifies and sins. Just because you're called does not mean you're sent yet. There must be a period and time of preparation and waiting and building up of your faith and other Christian values and uh, traits that would help you in operating in your purpose and calling. So, again, why is the sacred sensorial so great? They are called of God for his purpose. And guess what? He reveals this to those who are ready, to those who are prepared, and within his schedule and timing. This gift is given to those, not mainly for self-preservation, but to fulfill a certain purpose and destiny of God. You know, there's different levels of living and being a sacred sensorial gives you a heightened awareness of all things around you and helps you fully experience life through all your senses. So if you believe that you are one or being called to one, I suggest that you pray to God and ask for him to develop this beautiful gift within you and to lead you into the proper usages of it. We can pray together if you would like. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful information that you've shared with us and your women that are called to be with you forever. That's all salvation is, is eternal living with the Holy One. And we appreciate that. We ask, Lord, that to those of us that are called to be sacred sensorials, that you identify it within our hearts, give us a peace and confirmation about it, and teach us, teach us how to mature in this special calling and gift, and how to use it as you will for your purpose and for your good doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's program was sponsored by Olive Swan. You can visit her at oliveswan.pink, browse her store, Pink Peach and Cream, and request a consultation or workshop in your local area. Subscribe to her blog at thefeminineprincess.com, watch her YouTube videos, and find the podcast notes at theartandscienceoffemininity.com.